All right, welcome into the Render Podcast. I am your host, Cam, and I'm so excited to be recording a podcast all about how to expand your offerings in your rental company. If you've been doing rentals for any time at all, really, whether it is lounge rentals or large pieces rentals, or maybe you rent linens or tableware or anything really at all, um, you might have some new ideas of what to offer into your rental company. And maybe that might be a new type of collection that you add in. Maybe you've been doing lounge for a really long time and you've had people ask you about offering, you know, tabletop or linens. Or maybe you have a rental company and you've had people asking you about adding floral or adding styling services. We're going to talk about how do we expand into those different offerings and looking at your current company and making the best decisions to move forward on expanding. So listen in to this episode. I'm excited to get into it. Please grab a pen and pencil and a notebook. You're going to want to write some of this stuff down. Um, something, an easy hack from what I do when I listen to podcasts and I really want to remember something instead of going and listening to the whole thing all the way over again is I will open up Slack, which is something that my company already uses to communicate with each other. And I'll just open up a DM to myself and I will write down my notes in my Slack channel to myself and remember those. I'll usually title the episode with what number it is, maybe the title and what uh, podcast I'm listening to. So for example, if you were listening to this episode, you would write 115 offerings for your rental company uh, render podcast or something like that. And then you'd start taking your notes. That's easy for me because I know that I put all of my notes from all of the podcasts that I listen to in that. And it's easy for me to go and remember what I heard from a podcast. And so I encourage you to do something similar. Maybe it's in a notebook, maybe it's on the notes section of your phone, or maybe it's in Slack like myself. Anyways, let's get into today's episode all about expanding your offerings in your rental company. Hey there, you're listening to The Render Podcast, a podcast for creatives. I'm Cam, a visionary leader who has failed and thrived through small business leadership. After being in the events industry since 2010 and working with brands such as Nike, the Dallas Cowboys, and the Create and Cultivate, I became wildly passionate about education for small businesses. I teach others how to work with their dream clients, the mistakes I've made along the way. I hope you leave here refreshed, engaged, and ready to take on your company, making the next right decision. All right, I'm excited to be in this episode with you. We've had questions in our DMs and in some of our Facebook groups all about, hey, how do I offer styling services? Or, hey, I've also thought about adding floral to my rental company, or maybe I've considered adding in tabletop to my company and I already do something else. Well, we're going to unpack that and we are going to talk about the processes to actually expanding your company as it exists right now. And so listen in on today's episode. Um, I'm going to teach you a few different ways to do this. If you've been following our business, Render, for any amount of time, you um, may have seen uh, we actually just celebrated 10 years of our business a couple weeks ago, and we did a reel that showed what our company has done over the last 10 years, which has been a lot, and it's been exciting. It's been a ride, so if you want to go check that out on Instagram, we did a reel about it, and then we also have a TikTok. We did a TikTok about it as well. 
So go check that out. But um, in the last 10 years that we've been in business, I started my company in the very, very beginning, actually 12 years ago as a wedding planner. And then I added in rentals um, in two years into that. So 10 years ago. And then eventually about four or five years ago, we added in floral services. And then as you're listening to this podcast, and maybe you're a student of ours on Rental Biz Academy, we pivoted and added another offering into our company of education through this podcast, our online course, and some resources in our resource shop. And so we've pivoted and we've expanded our offerings, which is exactly what I'm going to teach you today, multiple different times. And each time has been a little bit different, but they all resemble the same core steps, which is what I'm going to be talking to you about in this episode. And so know that I have this from experience and we are seeing massive success in each of the areas that we've expanded into. And it's because we did the work before we offered those things. And that's what I'm going to teach you today is that work. What do you do before you actually start offering it? All right, so a few things that we want to consider before we actually start having this conversation of what or when or how to open up a new offering in your business is make sure before you start offering new options in your company, you have a current business that is running, it's operating, and you have support at 100% and not at 75% and not at 90%, but we want to make sure that the company that you already have which in this context is your rental company, is that you are running, you're operating, and you have support at 100%. We also want to make sure that you are profitable in your current company as well. Now, there is certain situations where if you have a company and maybe you're not profitable, you're not profitable yet, sometimes expanding into new offerings is a way of means of getting to be profitable or getting to be more profitable than you already are. And so while it's important to talk about profit, um, we need to take that with a grain of salt because there might be some of you that are listening to this and you're saying, well, I want to be profitable, but I'm only going to be profitable if I add styling services or if I add this new type of collection of rentals to my company. So those are kind of hand in hand. Um, It's not necessary, but um, it is good to consider what the numbers of your current company look like. If you are losing hundreds of thousands of dollars on your current business every single year that you've been in business, then it's going to be really hard for you to open up another type of business if the current business that you have doesn't have a good model and isn't working yet. Um, I've been there. (laughs) I've been right there with you of it not working and trying the best I could to figure it out. And so that's why we created our online signature course, Rental Biz Academy. Uh, We just welcomed a whole bunch of new students into it when we just launched it a couple weeks ago. And we're so excited to form those relationships with these new rental companies that have joined our Rental Biz Academy family. You are welcome to be a part of that community. We still have it on sale all throughout the year. We just have some different launch dates that we really put a lot of effort into um, making sure that is put together. So make sure you are running, you're operating, you have support in your company before you consider adding in another company. Um, Like I said, it's just, it's really tough to add a new offering if your initial business is suffering even just a little bit because you're only going to always feel like you're playing catch up. 
You know what I mean? You feel like you're already not doing the things that you need to be doing, or maybe your SOPs are set up incorrectly, or maybe you don't have SOPs at all, or um, perhaps you've never had a team meeting, or you've never had annual um, end-of-year or mid-year meetings with your company. Um, Maybe you haven't reconsidered processes that you're doing to become a better company, and so you're always going to feel like you're playing catch-up. And that's not to say that your business has to be 100% perfect all the time because businesses shift. It's part of the game um, of having a business is that you're just going to continue to shift and new challenges are going to arise, which means you would have to pivot your company. If you've been in your business for the last two years, you know that word pivot all too well, Um, sometimes a little too well. Um, who's with me on the PTSD that you were suffering from because of the last two years of really hard business. I'm here. Um, so all that to say, I just want to avoid you adding on this new offering. If you are already feeling like you're paying, playing catch up and you've got a mile long list of to do's to do, try to get those knocked out. Try to set up your company as it is, um, in a strategic and healthy way before you add on a new offering. So the first step to consider is consider what your current clients or maybe the people within your business are asking for or might be mentioning. It's oftentimes for us that someone will do an inquiry on our website or they'll call us up on the phone and they will, of course, ask about you know what we have or maybe they have a list of things that they want to add to a, a quote Um, And then they'll mention something like, do you guys have uh, styling services available? Then we can answer. Maybe we don't have them available yet. And so your answer is, hey, I don't have that yet, but um, I might consider it. Let's have a conversation about that. Or you might get an inquiry and they say, hey, I realized that I need some tableware and you don't have any tableware. Can you recommend some? Or maybe that's something that people ask for often. And so Maybe you're considering adding a new type of rental to your company. Um, There is a lot of different requests that our clients will ask us for. And so it's important to note those and to understand what your clients are asking you for if it's not within your wheelhouse as it is. And it's also important to keep tally of how many times someone is going to ask you about this. And so if you have someone who asks often, If you have a purple sofa and you don't have a purple sofa, but you've had maybe five people in the last month or two ask for a purple sofa, then there's some sort of a demand there. And um, there's this common thread of desires for your clients. It's a pretty good indicator that you would have to um, add that to market to sell to your people. And if they're already asking about things that you're considering adding to your company already, then you already have a market to sell to. And so it is important to understand what are your clients asking for, and then also couple that with what are some of the desires of your heart for your company. Maybe you're really passionate about something and you haven't yet delved into that, and it's coupled with people are asking for it, then that is a really good indicator that you might want to add that to your company. And so a few things to just consider before we go ahead and add this is, are people asking for it? Do you see a demand in your market for it? Um, Here in the DFW um, industry, the events industry here, we have a Facebook group called DFW Industry Friends. 
shout out to all of my DFW industry friends that might be listening to this episode. Um, this Facebook group has, I think, like 4,000 people in it. There's a lot of people in it. And it's a great resource um, because people will go in there and they'll ask about certain things. They'll ask about DJs available on a certain date. And so then all of these people get pinged and they uh, you can comment other people if you know someone's available or someone might see it and it gives you some business. But you also might see a whole bunch of people um, asking for specific rental items and then it's a common thread. Hey, maybe we should offer that. Um, so just understanding your market is really helpful. We are blessed and lucky here in the DFW Metroplex that we have that uh, Facebook group. If you don't have something like that, I will say firsthand, it's a great resource, especially when we get down to emergency type of asks or requests or needs for our company. Um, and if you don't have one in your local market, maybe you consider adding one. If you've got some friends in the industry, um, maybe you add a Facebook group that is your city or your country or your state um, and have a Facebook group like that. Like I said, it's very, very helpful for us as a company uh, to have that community with people. So let's talk about some of the things that your clients are asking for. So let's take styling services, for example. I know that's a common one. It's a popular topic in the rental industry. Once you already have your inventory, um, a lot of us will get the questions of having styling services, meaning you're coming to the event or to the location and you're helping them style the things that maybe they have with you or maybe their own um, items and decor and you're styling them in a really, really great way um, because your client either can't, doesn't have the desire to, or um, they don't have that already kind of planned out. And so you get asked, hey, will you come style this for me? So we're going to take styling as our example for the rest of these considerations and um, processes that I'm going to talk to you about. And so if you hear people saying, hey, I would love to add styling services to your company um, or to my orders with you, you have a few different people asking about this. It's really, really important before we go and make a plan for adding this to your company, it's really important to ask some questions and maybe try it out a little bit before you actually consider adding it as a full-on offering. But asking really good questions in more of a hypothetical sense is really important. Um, asking questions such as, can you tell me more specifically what you expect if we offer what you're asking for? Or if we were to offer this, what would you expect to pay for that? Or if it's a service-based, if we provide this, how much time would you expect us to perform that? So asking some questions that have more than a yes or no answer is very, very insightful to you in making sure you're taking good notes based on what they're talking about is important so that when you go to consider adding this as an offering or putting this on your website, you have real life um, examples and people who are interested in this that you can ask these questions to. And there are very possibly could be some follow-up questions based on their answer. And so it just depends on how your conversation goes with them. But asking them if you can ask them some questions is really important because it's, like I said, going to tell you exactly what your clients are wanting and then help you create a plan and create some um, expectations for your client. 
So then I want you to give them some expectation back. So after you have this conversation of, hey, what do you expect from us? Or what specifically do you want? And all of that. It's important to give them some expectations then in response. Maybe you need to talk to your team members about it and come up with a plan. But it also is important to let them know that, hey, I hear everything you're saying and I think what you're asking me and what you are giving me insight on is really helpful. Let me go back and talk to my team about this. And then you also need to give them a time for following up with them. Maybe they've got an event in a few weeks and so that conversation probably needs to be a little bit more pressing. Um, But perhaps it's later on in the year or next year. So you have a little bit more time frame to uh, follow up with them and make that plan, but tell them what your timeline for following back up with them. Hey, I need to talk about this with my team, but you can expect to hear back from me in about a week or so, or maybe it's a month, or maybe it's a couple weeks or a couple days. Just depends on your own um, offering that you are offering, and then also what your expectation of um, conversation might be with your team. So have conversations with people who are asking you for this service, And then in turn, give them some expectations back. All right. And then when you actually follow up with your client after you've considered what they're talking about, then you need to thank them for their insight, give them some small details of what you've considered, and then ask if they'd be interested in adding that to your order with them. It's important to give them some small details before you actually line this out as a quote to them to understand what their response and gauge their Um, kind of feeling about what you're talking about. So let's say you are um, talking about adding styling fees and services to your offerings and you have a client. She says, hey, I would really love to have this. You ask her the questions of, can you tell me specifically what you expect us to offer? Your client responds with something along the lines of, "Um, I expect you to bring your own stuff and use some of my own decor and make it look really good. Um, if you ask them what they expect to pay for it, um, maybe they answer you with saying, well, I assume it'll take a couple hours, so I'd probably pay like $150 or $200 for that. Um, and then if you, like I said, if we're talking about it being a service-based, and it, uh, styling services is service-based, then you ask, if we provide this, how much time would you expect us to perform that? She said two hours. And so when you are following up with them, give them some of those details. Say, hey, we considered what you talked about and we have our own styling pieces that we would love to offer you. And then we're open to giving you, you know, 20 of your own decor items that we will take and incorporate into the design. Or um, you have unlimited things that you have in your own decor that we will help style and design. Those are some details that you might want to consider and talk about and then gauge their response. If you're like, oh, I don't even have 20 items that I need. It's only like five or six. Or um, they're like, oh, I have this whole closet full of all of this decor that I want you to style and design for us. And little did you know, maybe it's a walk-in closet and it's massive and you're like, holy cow, I'm not charging enough for this. So gauging what their response is based on some hypothetical, here's kind of what we're thinking, is really insightful because it will give you a little bit more context to what they're specifically thinking about. And then ask if they'd be interested in adding that to your order. So you have this conversation about what the expectations are, and then you follow up by saying, 
I hope this has been helpful for you. Would you like to add this to your order? I can go ahead and add it and send you a new quote in the next 20 minutes. Um, really great thing to follow up with them on. Or maybe you offer it to them. You say, as a thank you for giving me your insight, I'm going to give you, you know, an hour or two hours um, of complimentary styling. And then after that, it's going to be charged at, you know, X, Y, Z per hour. Or maybe it's you have a new collection. You say, hey, I'm going to go ahead and add on all of this tabletop decor to my company. And because you've given me such great insight, I'm going to give you a 15% discount on those things. I really appreciate you taking the time to help me out with this. And I know it's going to be a great additive. So as a thank you, I'm going to give you 15% off. So you might do that. By no means do you have to. Please don't take that as, well, Cam said we have to go and give them discounts. No, you don't have to do that. It's just an option if you want to offer that to them. Then it gives you maybe some portfolio pictures. So before you go and actually uh, talk to them, this conversation we just had with your client, we want to make sure we actually figure out all those details before you go and offer it to them. And so we're going to consider a few different things in this conversation, whether it's a conversation with yourself internally and you're thinking about this as a solopreneur, or maybe you grab a good friend that you trust or a a, a family member that you trust that you can have these conversations with. Or if you have a team, this is a great outline of what to talk to your team about when you're considering adding on any new thing or new offering to your company. So the first thing is that we need to consider the objectives. What is the purpose or the result of adding this offering? What is the purpose or result? It's important. It's so important to ask this question. Um, because it gives you the why behind why did you add this? And then the other question to ask yourself is what is the hoped for response after this new offering is available and used? So what do you hope your clients will say once they actually get to use this new product or service? What is the hoped for response afterwards? What do you want to hear and see them write about in a review on Google about you? What do you want them to tell their friends about when they uh, use this new product or service with your company? Once we consider the objectives, it's important to move on to considering the process. What does it look like from start to finish? When people find out that we have styling services, what does it look like booking it? What does it look like inquiring about it? What does it look like um, having this actually happen from start to finish? Then you want to ask, what are the details of the offering? Is this a service? Is it a product? Or maybe it's both. Maybe you have a mix of both things. Um, with styling, there are a lot of companies, including ourselves, that have some styling pieces as well in their collection. Um, this might be coffee table books, candles, uh, little trinkets that you add to shelves or to coffee tables or other areas of an event that you guys are already doing. So you might have some little things that you use to do styling services with. And so in this case, it would be both. You have services and you have products. How much time do you think it will take you to perform this new service or offering or, or product that you're bringing in? How much time does it take to order or go get the things that you need for this new product or service? How much time does it take to pack things up? 
How much time does it take to set up these things at the event? Um, how many people are you going to be bringing with you? Is it just yourself or do you have a couple other people with you? And maybe that fluctuates based on how much you're doing. So if you're doing um, just one styling area, perhaps it's just you or one person on your team. If you're doing uh, five or six different styling areas, then you're probably going to want some help because it's going to take you quite a bit of time if you don't. And so you need to understand how much time does this take, what is included in your offering is really important. So do you get a certain amount of hours? Do you get a certain amount of products? Do you get a dollar amount of products added to that service? Understanding what specifically is included and what they can expect from you is really important. When they add this on, what happens between the time that they add this on to their order and when you actually perform this new offering? But what does it look like as far as the communication style? What does it look like for um, the day of? Are you going to call them before you arrive? Are you going to show them specifically what you are bringing? Or is it a surprise? Do you need to ask them, hey, what are you offering? What are you uh, bringing as decor that I'm setting up for you? So understanding what happens between the time that they say, yes, I want to do styling services with you, and before you actually leave to go do the styling service. And then it's important to look at what happens after you've done the service. What does the follow-up process look like? Do you have a thank you note that you're going to send them? Is there a survey that you want to send them? Do you want to lead them to a link to leave you a review on Google? So many things that can happen after an event is actually done or a product or a service is complete. You need to consider what you want that process to look like. Now it's important to talk about how much are you going to charge for these things. Now at the beginning of this episode, I talked about that you could have maybe a new collection of rentals to bring into your company. Maybe you have a service like styling fees that you're going to add in. Um, maybe you have a kind of combination between the two and you have styling services for product-based and service-based. Perhaps you're adding on floral services. Maybe you're going to build a new venue. There is so many different options of what you can add on to your company. And it really, again, boils down to what do your clients want and what are you passionate about. So how much are you going to charge for this? So based on what offering you're adding into your company, you can charge a flat rate for it. You can charge an hourly. You can charge per product. You can charge per day, per hour, per month, per week. Um, consider what you would pay for this if you were looking for this service. And then consider the question that you asked your client who asked about this. How much do they expect to pay for it? Perhaps you talk to someone who has a very low budget and what they expect to pay for it and then versus what you actually are offering in the market value for it is completely off. Um, or maybe you're in a market where it shifted a little bit. So understanding all of those considerations before you actually put a price tag on this item is important. It's important to look also what other people are doing because perhaps you add on styling services and people are charging 20 bucks an hour for it and you're going out there and you're charging $200 per hour for it in the same city. Um, you're probably not going to get booked. So 
it's important to understand what those markets are doing where you are located. Um, I can't tell you that in Dallas what we charge or what other companies charge here in Dallas is going to work for everyone else in the entire world because everyone's in different markets. You might be in a much smaller city than DFW, and you might be in a much larger city than DFW or maybe a different country than the United States. And so considering all of those things when you go to price this item or service or product is an incredibly important thing to do. And I also want to remind you that just like when you price your rental items that you already have, sometimes the price that you put on it isn't actually going to stick for a while. When we price our products or when you market new products, it's all a testing market. You have to test your market and you have to figure out when you price something out, whether it be a rental product or maybe a styling service, have the consideration that the price might change or the structure of the pricing might change after you start renting this product or offering this new service. And so get the mindset of, well, when I set a price, it has to stay this way. It doesn't have to stay that way. You can uh, change your pricing. And I, in fact, I encourage you to change your pricing because if you have, let's say your styling services at $50 per hour right now, and in five years from now, you're still charging $50 per hour. Well, your expertise has gained interest on that and your knowledge base has increased based on the amount of time that you have been doing it. And maybe your offerings, maybe your products that you have for styling have increased. Um, that makes a consideration for upping your price. Maybe you also uh, charge way too high in the very beginning and you don't get anyone to take part in this offering. Well, then might, you might need to reduce the price of that and charge less for the price for that. So it's important to understand that when we go ahead and put a price tag on something, just like anything else in your business, that you might need to pivot and change that based on the time that you've been doing it, based on your city and your market, based on, I know the number one thing we're all dealing with right now is inflation. Um, that drastically changes prices as well. Um, so there's multiple different situations where you might increase your pricing, but also know that there might be some situations that you have to decrease your pricing as well. So lots of things to consider when you're talking about how much do you charge for this new offering. And because there's so many different types of new offering, um, it's hard to tell you exactly like, oh, I would charge XYZ for that one thing. Um, we offer coaching for our clients. And so if this is something that you are heavily considering and you need some expertise and you need someone who's been there, done that to run a question of how much do you price it? Maybe you need me to um, look over what you're offering. I offer coaching and so I'm happy to sit down with you and have a conversation about this with you one-on-one -on -one, um, and give you some expertise based on having done it multiple times. All right, some other things that we need to figure out in this consideration process is what are some of the pain points or maybe moments of confusion that you can start creating some FAQ, FAQs for um, and these are really important to understand and also know that your FAQs and your moments of confusion or pain points for this new product or service, it very likely will change and you might 
get some additional ones you weren't expecting. But if you can already pinpoint some of the pain points and moments of confusion that your clients are going to maybe get stumbled on before they consider booking this with you is really important because you can get ahead of that and not make something up on the fly when they ask you a question. Um, and you can consider what that looks like. Maybe they have a moment of confusion of the hourly. Well, what if it only takes you an hour to put it down and you're charging me for two hours? Are you going to give them a refund or do you have a minimum that you charge for that? Or are you going to charge them after you do it? So understanding some of those moments of confusion or pain points is important to have this conversation now before you offer it to clients. Another question you need to ask yourself is, do you need to update your contract or create new contracts for this new offering? There are certain things that you might need to have a whole new contract for based on the details of this new offering. But sometimes it's just a new clause in your contract or maybe it's an addendum to your contract. It's really important to consider this with a lawyer. A lawyer is going to know your city, state, and country the best and explaining to them and showing them all the details of this new offering is important to have in your contract. Um, I know that we talked on the episode last week about contracts and that can be a moment of confusion for planners or for um, your clients, your brides, your companies that you're working with because sometimes they don't actually read your contract. And so if this is something that is a moment of confusion or maybe it's something that comes up after you've done this a few times and there's something that comes up afterwards, it might be important to point out in the contract, hey, I would really love for you to read over, you know, clause 18 in my contract on styling services because we're adding that on. It's really important that you read those details or consider adding that into your language and your communication with them. So based on what you're offering and adding into your inventory or adding into your offerings based on products or services, you might need to update your contract or have a whole new contract. I'll give you an example for us. We do floral and rentals, and we, of course, have our rental contract um, because we started our company with rentals, but we have a whole separate contract for floral because we're working with real living product with floral versus something that's sitting on my shelf with rentals. Uh, We have something that is combined when they decide to book both floral and rentals with us, but florals has its own contract, rentals has its own contract, and then they can be married together if they are booking the same thing under the same umbrella. All right, lastly on this consideration piece and this conversation you're having with your team members is that when you ask these questions and have some answers for it, you're already going to be creating some SOPs and sets of expectations for this new offering. And so it's important to write this stuff down, have it on paper, put it on your website, and have a really, really clear um, expectations for this new offering. Know also that once you start offering this, these details that we just talked about and these questions that I'm uh, posing for you to answer, you might have different answers once you actually start offering it. So know that these things can change if they need to. So once you've had that conversation, once you have things on paper and you have an idea of what you're offering and how you're offering it, now you can go follow up with the clients that you had those conversations with when we first started this episode. 
um, it's important that you give them the information that you do have and consider uh, adding that onto their existing order. But if you don't have the answer right away and they ask you something that you just don't know yet, it's okay to respond with something like, that's a really great question. Let me find out and get back to you. Um, so know that you don't have to have all the answers. It's good to have as many answers as you can before you go into these conversations and offerings. But if you don't, it's okay. So once you've added this new offering into your company, you want to market it. You want to put it on your website. You want to share it with your clients and put it in part of your sales process. And then when you offer this new offering, I want you to make sure that you set up time in your calendar to come back with this offering and check in on it. At 14 days, 30 days, 60 days, 90 days, 6 months, and 12 months to reconsider your offering. You might be making changes to your offering based on the check-ins that you do with it. And you want to assure that you're continuing to be intentional about this offering and not just having it as something there for non-intentional practice. All right, that's what I have for you for today's episode. Of course, everyone who's listening to this episode might have a different thing in mind that you're considering offering. And so like I said, I'd love to help you with that and walk you through uh, maybe some more specific questions and specific processes for the things that you are specifically wanting to offer in your company. But again, just to review real quick, it's important to um, consider what your company exists as right now. Make sure that it is running and operating and having support for the company so that you don't feel like you're playing catch up. Then you want to ask really good questions to the clients that are already asking for this new offering from you. You want to give them some expectations and follow up with them. But during these expectations, we need to consider the objectives. We need to consider the processes, how much you're going to charge for something. You need to understand pain points or moments of confusion. Maybe you need to update your contract. And through this process, you're creating that SOP for your new offering. All right. I hope this has been helpful. I would love to hear from you guys in our DMs. And if you really liked this episode, I would love for you to share this episode with anyone who you might think would benefit from it. If you also liked this episode, we would love it if you would write a review on our Apple podcasts about what specifically you are liking. I read every single one of those. It helps us consider new podcast episodes to release for you. And so I love being able to see your reviews. All right. We'll see you next week on the Render Podcast. Podcast.